Hello everybody, Paul Jancarelli here from Speaking to Empower, and I'm here to present to you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And today we're going to talk about a few things, nothing out of the ordinary, however, we may you know, end a little quick today because it's a uh, Friday free day, they call it. And I don't know what that is. I just made it up. So let's just kick things off with the high gas prices here in the United States uh, makes it seem like everyone took up smoking. And what do I mean by that? Well, I use it as an analogy that these gas prices are so high, it's like we're buying uh, a couple packs of cigarettes every time we go to the pumps, you know, because cigarettes that are $10 plus a pack these days from what I see advertised. And it's just, it's just crazy that anybody can afford to to smoke, for crying out loud. Um, it's it's just bananas. Um, but things are definitely putting a bit of a dent in, in our wallet. Uh, but we will survive. Uh, and, and things will self-correct eventually. I know there's the, the pundits that say, nope, things are going to go higher and higher and we're going to be at, you know, $7 a gallon for gasoline, but I don't think that that is going to be the case. The more generous we are, the more joyous we become. And what I mean by that is when we give of ourselves, whatever it may be, whether it's a monetary donation, whether it's a uh, physical donation of a uh, food item or a clothing item or an item nonetheless. Uh, it can also be generosity in our actions, things that we do for someone, holding the door open for them, um, allowing them to cut us in line, or a number of different things. The more we do that and the more we become habitual in doing that, the more joyous we become. Well, yeah, joyous is a, is a great feeling. It's a great um, aura. It's a, it's, a, it's a great state of mind. And when we're more joyous, we're more productive as human beings in general, but we're also more productive profitably. And that's always a good thing, to have more money in your pocket, so to speak. And that brings me to the next point. We must first fix the inside in order to solve the outside. And a lot of folks look to solve problems on the outside, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but we 
are trying to be better salespeople, say. So we look to the outside of becoming better salespeople, studying, training, taking courses. And that's, that's fantastic. But the primary cause of that um, sales person and the lack thereof comes from the inside. It comes from their, their mind, their paradigm, you know, that mental program that controls our behavior. And the majority of our, our habits are controlled by our mental behavior, you know, our habitual behavior. So just understand that things may not be going well in your life, even though you've been working on them, because you're not getting to the root of the problem. And nine out of ten times, the root of the problem is in your paradigm, your outlook, your mental uh, program that controls your habits. And Matthew Kelly says, knowing what you hunger for is wisdom. And it certainly is indeed. Uh, Most people don't know what they hunger for. They don't know what they really, truly want out of life. And that's very sad because they will generally just stay where they are which is no growth. And when there's no growth, there's actually decline. And Brian Schutz, he says, the meaning of life is to give life meaning. And nothing more appropriate than the fact of what we want out of life. We need to give life meaning. We need to figure out what we want out of life. Give your life meaning means finding your passion. And sometimes you find your passion by doing things that you don't necessarily like, but you come across, you know, your your passion. You don't like to make sales calls. Well, you do them anyway because, yes, it's going to be productive for you financially, but you come to find out, lo and behold, the, one of the people that you're uh, calling is uh, a, a great connection for you to someone that you know and want to meet. You know, so things work well with that. And that may be your passion that you are, are leaning toward. So just uh, understand that. And do you love your life? That was a question posed by Matthew Kelly. And if not, what are you going to do to change it? And a majority of the folks would respond, I don't know, or nothing. You know, I just hate my life, I hate my job, uh, I hate my relationships, or whatever particular relationship. 
And that's not a good way to go about it. What are we going to do to make things better? And what can we do? Let's not look at all the ways that things upset you and drive you crazy. Look at it from a different perspective. And if you do love you do love your life, what exactly do you love? What do you love about it? What specifically in your life do you love? And how can you make it better than it is now? And Darren Hardy today, in his video email, the title was Finding Where You Are Worth the Most. And he goes on to say, let's, let's see what you're truly worth today. And he mentions the right place values you the right way. The right place values you the right way. And essentially he spoke about a story of a recent college graduate and she was given a used automobile by her father. And the father said, before you drive it and you take possession of it, let us first get its, get its worth, its value. He said, take it to a used car lot and find out. So she did just that, and she came back, and then they said to her that it was worth $1,500 because it's not a overly um, used vehicle, meaning it's not a vehicle that's um, worth a lot for parts because there's not a lot of them, and it's an older vehicle. She took it to a pawn shop, and the pawn shop said that it was worth $500. Because it's just a old, run-down car. And then she took it to a car club. And when she came back from that appointment, she told her father that the car club, she received two offers for $100,000 for the car because it was an older car, almost an antique. It was rare, uh, and it holds its value. Now, there was nothing wrong with the first two people that she saw, but it, the father had said to her, don't worry, when you find the right place it will value you the right way. I thought that was kind of neat. And Darren says, those who appreciate you know and see your value. It's very, very important to 
note there because superficially when we come across some people, we may not value them uh, as high as they should be. And I think a, a good example of that would be Bob Proctor. I was introduced to Bob in the winter of 2020, just a couple of years ago. And it really didn't, nothing that he said really resonated with me. I said he's a, you know, personal development kind of guy, but, you know. But once I went back and started to really study and listen and watch his videos, I realized how uh, captivating he is and how important his messages are. So... It just goes to show you that you value the same thing differently when you expect something differently. And you need to be delivering value to receive what you want. You know, you, you can't just uh, sell an item and expect a commission or a sale. You know, you need to provide value. And quite frankly, that value has to be substantially or at least more than what the sale of the item is. It's got to be a benefit. Where in your life do you need to change to attract value? That's a great question to ponder. And I'll leave that with you this afternoon. And I plan on touching base with you next week. In the meantime, be well, stay well, and I'll talk to you soon.